my whole name is <laughs> but you can call me Zaddy. <laughs> I'll be Mr. Kibbles for today's episode. No, why don't we just, I'm just going to name my son Zaddy. No one will have, have to say it. They'll have Zaddy to Arthur. say it. Exactly. But <laughs> so will you. But so will you. You didn't think about that part. Nope, exactly. um, nope exactly. I'm calling him Z. His whole name I'll name him Zadik or something like that. Ah, Zadik! Nah, one, of the, uh, Jackson, one of the Jackson twins, they named their son of uh, Your Majesty. I'm not, I'm not calling my, my fucking son Your Majesty. Wait, as in G-E-R Majesty? That's genius. That's really smart, actually. I like that. How? Your Majesty. No, it's probably G. You see this fucking it's garbage? You see this garbage? <laughs> it's probably J like Jermaine. Oh, man. Because it's Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine is both. Isn't canon? All, it's, it's also like G-E-R-M... I no, it can be both, but I think it's, no, I think I, it can be both, but I think it's um, J because of J- Jermaine Jackson is spelled with a J, right? Oh, yeah, most likely. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, well, yeah, to get away from all this confusion, uh, welcome to the Lowest Podcast. It's your host, Oso, with friends, King Yos, and yeah, Shane Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. More fire upon yeah, your head week. top. <laughs> This was the clock. Them Yo, where are these Jamaicans that you're imitating? Where are they from? Because they're not from Jamaica. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. Page. Russia say something? <laughs> is that all these jokes? Is <laughs> late? Yo, that is fucking hilarious. I forgot. I forgot about all. No, nah, but he was do- he was good in Luke Cage though. Like his his Jamaican accent was like. Yo, was I thought no, I thought shit was all right, but then niggas was like, "Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Luke Cage is terrible. That's not Jamaican." Blah blah blah. And I said, "Pull the fuck up, then." But that's another story for another time. <laughs> Wait, pull. The- Pull the fuck up with your accent? Is that what that was about? Nah, no. In, in this group on Facebook, you know, with a whole bunch of black, other black nerds, they were like, nah, Luke Cage was terrible. Luke 13, Luke Cage was terrible, and the accents were terrible, and all this other Jamaican shit was terrible. I was like, it's really, it wasn't that bad. And they were like, no, it was terrible. Are you arguing so Macho said, Man in the Afro Saint group? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what they do. Oh, you don't know about what you're talking <laughs> I've got you. You disagree to Luke Cage wasn't the best you're going to see me at WrestleMania. What words in my mouth? I'm going <laughs> to. Sorry, I've been listening to a lot of West Side Gun. You know you got the, that macho man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so today today's episode is just a little bit different. Um, you know, I mean, as I said before, we were gonna be using different types of guests, different types of opinion, because again, this podcast is to reflect the opinions of the pigeon, the opinion, the perception, and the voice of uh, Generation Y. You know, pigeons. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, I want to I want to be able to give everybody access. You know, I think there's gonna be a lot a lot of um a lot of different guests on here from different walks of life. 
And, you know, as you keep rocking with us, I hope that you too will want to come on with your own opinion and things that you want to, that you want to speak out on. You know what I mean? We're the next, we're the next upcoming leaders. I feel like it's not said enough in our everyday world, but our generation is the next set of presidents, Congress leaders, so on and so forth. I just feel like it's not, it's not, uh, it's not represented enough though. So that being said, what the hell is that? I gotta stop living in the project. Oh, I don't yeah. know what the hell it is. I think somebody's being killed. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I mean, common, common, uh, common 125th Street. Um, yeah, you we will see no evil. <laughs> <laughs> I don't snitch, no snitching. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, um. I don't even want to talk about that nigga on this platform, but just in terms of people saying that New York <laughs> looks but, uh, really bad because of, um because of six nine, it's just like Takashi. How does one nigga I mean, speak? That, for, that, how does you, one nigga speak yeah. for New York? Well, you know what's so funny? I was watching uh and there's this uh, YouTube pundit uh, Hassan Campbell, and he was saying New York is looking really bad for the same thing. But he was like, if New York if if New York was Chicago, Takashi six nine would have been dead already. And I was like, damn. <laughs> He's got a point. Ooh, that that is true. Yeah, but it's also tossing unrelated to him. But I don't know if y'all have been noticing like a lot of uh, rappers, like rappers that are famous in that city, are like getting shot. Like it's been like three. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just saw. I just yeah, read I about heard, that last night. Um, yeah, a couple days. Like, yeah, Fabio. I heard uh, it was Fabio Foreign. Yeah, Fabio Foreign. He got shot in Atlanta. In Atlanta. Atlanta. Uh, yeah, you know, prayers and blessings uh, for, for Fabio Foreign, man. Hope he pulls through. Everything is all right. Uh, I think, you know, it just speaks to a larger yeah, to be honest with in, you. Our, in our generation right now. You know? uh, but, but, you know, I don't what, know what though, it is. Uh, I mean, why would people just be out there getting shot? Well, you know, this is not to pick on Chicago, but but if you look at what's going on in Chicago, you know, I don't know how in tune. I'm not really in tune, but I've been doing a, like a little research and late as of late after these rappers have been getting killed, and the the music, the lyrics, um, these these rappers are speaking some some devilish, you know, demonic lyrics into existence. I mean, that dude, that that I forgot his name. Uh, forgive me, but someone, one uh, rapper who just like I think, got I shot. I think it's on about the same person I'm thinking about. Yeah, he about, just uh, out with a song called FBG uh, Duck. FBG yeah. Duck. He just dropped a song called Dead Bitches. No, no, and, no. The one that that came out and it was called um, See Me Get Killed. Oh, oh, yes, yes. He yes. What the well, he's fuck? not from Chicago. Yeah, he's yeah. from yeah, he's from Indianapolis. He's a rapper. No, I wasn't from just saying from Chicago, but just like that's yeah, one thing. Like rappers yeah. that are famous in their cities or whatever yeah. have yeah. been getting killed places, and it seems like real yeah. weird, like with a with a frequency that has not been. Yeah. I haven't so, seen before. So he literally right. he dropped the song See Me Get Killed. He dropped the song See Me Get Killed and was killed literally a couple hours later after he dropped the track. Fucking nuts. It, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane, but like, man. I don't yeah. understand. Did he just, I don't, I don't know. Did he walk out? I, I, I can't even. I can't. That's just, it just sounds stupid. I mean, yeah. yeah, I feel bad for the family, but it just sounds dumb. You know, but, this is this but, is another thing where we you know it's kind of like almost like you're 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 bringing about your own demise, you know, yeah. sad, sadly. And I don't want to say that, but it, but it is true. So it's like you know, if you if you, you're sitting there talking about you know fuck my ops and 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 you know I got guns and I shoot it out, and then somebody runs up on you and kills you, it's kind of like you know, what can we say? Well, even to a more, I don't know, 
I guess you could call it a mystic mysticism kind of kind of look at it. Sure. You know, there is a belief in that you know words have powers and that like power sure. absolutely absolutely and, absolutely. And, you know, that's why there aren't such things as curses. Like you know, when you when you say all this stuff, just the sounds that you're making, you know, invite energy that energy, it can yeah, be you know yeah. unwanted, absolutely. and especially when you mix those words with something that could be seen as such so sacred as music and stuff like, like stuff like that. When you mix those two things together into to a song, you know, that's why, that's why we have chant Buddhist chants. And when you go to church, you sing, you know, like this stuff is powerful in ways that we, you know, we no longer accept. Out of, you know, out of, out of sorts. Out of, it seems weird. But. Yeah, I thought the person, I thought the person you were um, referring to was uh, what's his name? Uh, Wine W. Melly, who wrote uh, "Murder on My Mind" and then talking, detailing how he's gonna kill his friend and then went and killed his friend. Well, he did that first. Yeah. I thought that came, song came out after. I don't know. I'm pretty. I don't know. I I don't know if he killed his friend and then made a song about it, or if he made a song about it and then went to go and killed his friend. I would hope that his friend would have. You know, make sure he got it on him after you, after a nigga make a song about killing you. Like, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's tragic. And then you know, on the other hand, too, you know, what you ingest. A lot of people don't realize what you ingest is not just what you eat. What you ingest is is everything that you read, everything that you listen to, right? Everything right. that you take into your spirit and soul. And so, if you're waking up in the morning and you're ingesting, you know, go kill a hundred niggas. You, yeah. You know. <laughs> it, it, to, you heard his voice when he said, "Go kill a hundred niggas." <laughs> <laughs> I, had to, I had to capture the spirit. <laughs> nah, man, I try to wake I up. I mean, if that was the case, I wouldn't be listening to DMX. I love DMX. Yeah, but there's a time and place for all that. You know, you right, gotta wake up first thing in the morning. You get, you wash up, get your breakfast, get some good memes inside you. You know, and then, one more time. <laughs> what you really want from a nigga? <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it's actually kind of sad. It, it, it honestly and really hit me with some sadness when I watched a DMX interview on, like, how he created some of his best songs. And, you know, and just to say, too, there's a fun fact. I mean, I would want people to check oh, it out on yeah. YouTube. I don't know um, interview. I, I, just, I just saw it in passing. Like, it just came up. YouTube just pulled it up as, like, something you might want to see. I mean, I'll, I might post a link in the episode or something like that, but uh, if I can. But, um... He was talking about like party up, um, what's my name, so on and so forth. First of all, I want to say as a fun fact that he for a lot of these songs, he's like, Yo, I hated the beat. I wrote it in like 15 seconds, and then when Swiss heard it, he went crazy, and then he put it out there, and the the, the, the shit was just a phenomenon. This is how he talked about like some of his biggest songs. And I was like, yo. <laughs> wow. I thought it was trash, but then niggas loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Yo, that's bars, yo, sh- bars, yo, shout out- <laughs> yo, shout out to X, man. Uh that versus battle uh with him and Snoop, man. That was something that was yeah, something that was for the it. ages, man. That was a classic right there. So, yo, shout out to X, shout out to Snoop. Wait, man. but just just to so, say quickly But just to say quickly, I meant to say, I mean, I was saying that the sadness I had in him saying um and him saying that uh for a moment there they asked him why his songs are so angry and he got dead serious. He was like, I'm angry all the time. And I was yeah, like, nigga, I, shit. How is that yeah, you, not? You, a, you, how is that a question? Of you, course, you, you do lyrics. 
Yeah. Listen to the lyrics. He said, he said, no, I'm, no. I he said know. I'm grimy. I'm not a nice person. I'll slap the shit out of you twice. And that's before I start. He said, bust a nut up. He said, bust a nut up in your eye. Oh, you see me coming. <laughs> There's a party up in here, up in here, up in here. And he made that's going to make me lose my mind. He's going to lose his mind at the party. <laughs> <laughs> he's slipping. He's falling. He cannot get up. He couldn't get up. No, no life alert. No nothing. Oh man, that was, uh, that was fun. But yeah, man, that was. Uh, but I mean, yeah, to man. say to say in that uh, a lot of people, nah, but- a lot of people didn't notice his freestyle bars later in that um later in the battle when he was detailing being uh, sexually abused by an older woman. And um, wait, wait, but, it's but, just like we get to the story. Before we get to the, the serious shit, y'all just gonna skip the fucking Rough Riders anthem when he told that that lady to mind her business. Um, oh, mind your yeah. business, lady. Mind your business. I'm bust you and be swayzy. Stop acting like a baby. Mind your business, lady. Uh, <laughs> your business, lady. He was talking to Karens. Yo, he was talking to Karens before Karens were a thing. So- <laughs> imagine the fear. Imagine the fear you have sitting in that studio, and the nigga look, the nigga look through the glass and look at, look straight at your girl. Like, Mind your business, lady. Someone knocked. Someone knocked. They're like, "You guys all right? You need some pizza roll?" Mind your business, Mind your business lady. lady. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right, D. Oh my god. You guys have fun. I'm not fucking with that. Watermelon on the street. Mind your business, lady. <laughs> oh. Little kids selling hot dogs. They just come around here. They bark outside, <laughs> and they they come out the booth like, "Oh, so y'all gonna eat all the pizza? Stop being greedy!" <laughs> right, right. <laughs> all right, this the is gonna get us. I, I don't. Don't make him rate. Yeah, I'm really I don't want to get I fucked up on the strength of the podcast. DMX is one of my favorite rappers ever. Let me just say that after oh. all the jokes. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. But you know what's so great about it is like, you know, when you was listening when, when that versus battle it was like the classics. Like you knew all the songs from Snoop, you knew all the songs from X, you know. And you nah, I like, might have missed whoever, I think whoever. I missed like I missed like one song on each, to be honest. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, about right, about right. But still, you know what I'm saying? That's not bad. Out of twenty songs, you know, that you know, you're still able to sing eighteen songs you you, you know from both artists and, and it brings back like those, you know, classic memories, you know. So, um, and but- I want to teach Right, it's just but we don't. Let's not get lost in the sauce. Talk about what you were talking about, because that shit was very important, and I was and I was thinking about that. No, no, you're um, right, you're right, you're right. When I heard it, because that was that was definitely crazy, and it's something that is far too often looked over. So, I'm um, wait now. Now you're putting a lot of pressure on me. I'm not even sure what part you're you're responding to. So I'll just get right into it. Um, I mean, we just sat here and shared a lot of different opinions about, you know, how we felt about music, but apparently Joe Biden doesn't feel like we have too much diversity in our thinking. So let me just say with oh, Joe, no, no, no. Joe Biden. Even before that, though, even before that when oh, we were talking about uh, how he said he, he, was, he said he was sexually assaulted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When, um, unlike, I mean, I'm not going to sound like, but I mean, we got a special treat at the end of the verses where... They just started freestyling off the top. And then, like, let me just say, too, it's almost like you forget that rappers, that there are rappers out there that still talk about their real lives and their real experiences, and you can feel that. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that 
this is like a day, like a like a joyous thing that's going. It's a celebration of your your art, your career, your legacy. And off the top, what came to DMX's mind to start freestyling about was being was being sexually abused by an older woman. And it's like shit. Like my nigga, you're like is DMX like fifty? Because he's talking about when he was thirteen years old. You know what I'm saying? And this is what came to mind in a room with Snoop on on live, like all that shit. All that shit didn't matter when he had to think about something. You know what I mean? You know, and that, and that shows that that emotional baggage, you know, that that's had on him. That's something that he's carried from 13 until, you know, I'm sure he's over 50 now. <laughs> X is up there. but um, Yeah, to be, you know, to be exact, he said that he was 13 and he was abused. He was sexually abused by a 26-year-old woman. And he said it was because he wanted sneakers. And on top of that, the the woman that he claimed uh, raped him after like a, I don't know, was it a concert or something? something. But he was older. And like, he, she, he said she like drugged him or something. But I, I remember, you know, there's there's a DMX oh my um, God. documentary. There's a DMX yeah. documentary that came out and he spoke about a lot of the trauma that he has. Um, In fact, you know, shout out um, Swiss Beats, you know, DMX and Swiss Beats, they, they used to uh, catch the jokes together, you know. Uh, DMX recanted right. one time. I remember he allegedly. said he was so he, yeah, allegedly he was so hungry. He said one time he was so hungry he used to eat the perfume because his mother would keep the food locked up in the apartment, so he would he would just go eat cologne and eat the perfume. Yeah. And I was just like, the, the level of depravity, you know, there it's it's you know it's, it's like it's no wonder this guy you know it's, it's a blessing he didn't turn out to be just some cold hearted killer or another you know brother behind bars. You know what's you know what's crazy is when anybody when anybody references this they say the same exact thing about him starving to the point where he was drinking perfume. Like that's what everybody remembers because it's just so fucking yeah. crazy. So fucking crazy, yeah, yeah. For real. yeah. Yeah, then I remember one time too. He he, had, you know, recalled he he smoked his first blunt, and somebody had like laced it with some some crack or something like that, and that's how he got you know drug addicted. Oh my so, god! He's had he's had a hard life, man. It's real. It's real. You know. Real, 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 uh, real quick detour. Um, what what's you guys most struggle struggle meal y'all ever had to? Niggas said, speaking of perfume, what's your most struggle meal? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, like, I mean, the president told me to ingest, uh, you know, hand sanitizer. I mean, that, that, that wasn't pleasant. That wasn't too pleasant. But. All right, now hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> nah. You're talking about what was the struggliest, <laughs> the struggliest meal, or my Struggle, favorite struggliest meal? No, 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 no. What was the, what was like the shit that people would make people be like, "Damn, bro, you all right?" Um, nigga, I'd say ramen, ramen with fucking 250 grams of sodium should make a nigga say, "Yo, you all right?" <laughs> I mean, what about the average shit? I mean, meat was either uh, mm-hmm. Oreos and vodka. Wait, what? Oreos yeah. and vodka? No milk? I didn't. I didn't have milk. All I had was Oreos <laughs> and vodka, and not like, like, like name brand. It was like cheap shit. It was Georgie. <laughs> wait, what? Did, uh, when I was wait, I'm so. Wait, why didn't you just have the Oreos? Why did the vodka have to become involved? Bro, if I'm just eating Oreos for dinner, don't you think I would want to drink afterwards? Life sucks. Water? Water is like, not I gonna... drink sink water before yeah, vodka. I drink right. I drink that. Yo, what kind of spicy sink water do you have that's going to get you fucked up? Damn, so what kind of like food Nigga, I had that co-op water, my nigga. 
that's not going to get you to that place, bro. Oh, as, but as a as a kid, I'd say it was um, the time we we had <laughs> and hot sauce. That was it. Yeah, I say the struggliest meal would definitely be that uh that bread and mayo. No meat, no cheese. Just, just, just uh, the struggliest thing, <laughs> the struggliest thing I can think of was uh, eating tomato soup. Out of it. You're out of and it. like, and like, I don't, I don't eat tomatoes, but like, there was tomato soup, and I just, and I just, I ate, like a can, of, a can of uh, Campbell's uh, tomato soup, and I just ate it. Yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're no, talking. No, I never, and I never forgot it. I'm not gonna take, I'm not gonna take that. Uh, I'm not gonna take your, your, you know, your struggle card away because. I, I I know some shit about you clearly, but come on, tomato soup. They have that in the commercials with the white kids nigga, eating it with I don't eat cheese. tomatoes, my nigga. <laughs> I don't so eat what, tomatoes. Tomato <laughs> it's still not struggling. Exactly. You know how you know how desperate I gotta be to eat tomatoes, and then let alone a damn soup. That's like being like I don't eat lobster, bro. But I had to eat this lobster bisque one time. <laughs> you know the lobster you should eat, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> said, all they had, all they had is lobster Newton. <laughs> all he had was Alaskan <laughs> crab legs. All they, was, all they had was filet on gratin, bro. I, I didn't know what else to eat. I couldn't get nothing but filet mignon. <laughs> <laughs> they only had filet mignon. I struggled. I struggled. <laughs> we had one last can of caviar left. <laughs> He just kept oh, serving it and serving it. Meeting well, please. And serving it. It was it was only escargot. Escargot for dinner, for breakfast, for lunch. Oh, <laughs> just kept serving it. I'm proud to say I had escargot, even though it's fucking disgusting. It is. It, 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 it tastes gross. awful. It tastes like grass. I've never had it in my life, but yeah, just, yeah, it's, I just imagine, yo, yo. Go outside and put a, like a, a glob of dirt in your mouth, and that's what escargot yeah. tastes like. <laughs> like it doesn't. It's not like it's like terrible, but it tastes like grass clippings. Like it tastes like a field. It's like not terrible, but it only tastes like hot dirt. Because <laughs> if you if you went outside and you smelled the grass, you'd be like, ah, that smells great. But then you wouldn't want to eat it. Yeah, that's what escargot tastes like. Oh, <laughs> and garlic butter. No, never again. Never again. Ever. I had it like no, no, no. a. I had sounds, like on the like type style. Yeah, I won't. I won't have to eat it again. But I'm glad I went to the experience. Like at least I can say I did it. Oh my god, that sounds like that sounds like a struggle meal. You know what I'm saying? But that's supposed to be like a, a meal. It was a peasant meal. <laughs> and so was and so was uh, pate for that matter. Wow, and that's supposed to be like so was pate. Yo, fatty. get this chef nigga the fuck out of here. Fatty <laughs> goose liver. Shit. <laughs> Fucking nah, tom- nigga. tomato soup and pate. My worst days. <laughs> <laughs> that's a struggle. That's a struggle meal. That's a struggle meal in France, for real, for real. We only had that, a Bordeaux. That- <laughs> <laughs> and to drink, we only had wine that you could un- unscrew the top. No pork. Yeah. No pork. I want to share. I had to make my own wine. <laughs> France, we only had red wine and one croissant for the whole family. <laughs> like, okay. The champagne wasn't even from the region in France that would actually make it champagne. <laughs> it was from America. It was me at night, all alone. One pillow, <laughs> one glass, one croissant. You go to France, nigga. You go to France, nigga. <laughs> 
you have a good <laughs> <laughs> You have seen the Eiffel Tower oh, and the moonlight. <laughs> oh my god, I pays my taxes. <laughs> you ever hang out with Ratatouille? You ever hang out with a rat that helps you make food? <laughs> That's a wild movie when you think about it. You, you ever met a Ratatouille nigga? <laughs> you ever met a Ratatouille? <laughs> 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 I feel like that should be the name of a maneuver. When you're in control of somebody and then you help them do something, be like, yeah, I put we, we had to put our heads together and pull a ratatouille. It's the ratatouille! It's the ratatouille! The champion's down! Oh, God! <laughs> That's ratatouille's music! <laughs> yo, them niggas would come running down the stage like babies. Like lost babies, yo. Right! <laughs> <laughs> and they oh, do a clean ass slide into the ring. <laughs> oh, I miss wrestling. I honestly do. Yeah. I I can't I can't have this like pseudo fake wrestling. My wrestling either has to be real or like super ridiculous fake. That's the only way I oh, watch yeah. it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Super ridiculous fake for me all the time. I need people pretending to be real, I can't do it. Yeah, no, nah, I need no, no, super fake. Not pretending to be real. I need people pretending to be hypnotized and all that other yes. wild. Yeah. Yes, I need, I need the motherfuckers climbing out. I need Undertaker. Undertaker's really back from hell. Nah, that wasn't no, no, no. That's Tajiri. What the? F- oh no, where's the rest of Jerry? You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I was thinking of Rikishi. I don't know why. But I remember yeah, a little Asian nigga that was spitting people's faces. It was crazy. That was a wild time. A wild time. <laughs> Rikishi used to sit on people and it used to it used to knock them out, bro. That, that was it. Yeah, that's right. Just rubbing rubbing ass in your face and you're knocked out. <laughs> I mean, that's, Yo, that's gotta I mean, be poke like is wild when it comes out the other way. <laughs> Are you? You're talking about the shit Rakishi did when when X Pac was slamming you with his nuts in your face, or uh, or Mr. <laughs> Ass doing the the famouser and like putting his cheeks on your head. That was a different time, bro. Remember it was the best time. Opening? Hello, ladies. So so speaking of that, no, it was the best. Was recently, a report. There was a report that came out of. Uh, California. I don't know if you guys are aware of this, and um, there's a there's a group supposedly within the LAPD Sheriff's Department called the uh, the Executioners, right? And they're supposed to be the secret uh, secret gang within the police department. Now, one of the reports alleges that officers had a, a favorite tactic of theirs was to uh, when a assailant was arrested, they would go and put their nuts and, and tea bag them put in their face while they All were right. handcuffed. And uh, now I saw I saw this report, and I was just like, and now I just thought about it, and it was just like, all right, if you get paid to do that in the WWE, that's one thing. But why the fuck, as a police officer, do you want to put your nuts in somebody's face while they're angry? Where are you getting these reports from, bro? Yo, what? You guys don't watch the news. This was breaking news on CNN, bro. It was like executioners. I'm sorry. They, put, the, a, they, put, they put nuts on my face. <laughs> The they put nuts on my face. I'm I'm debating a murder charge in my head. Wow, the reporter, the reporter <laughs> was right for this. She was she was like she was like yeah Tom. Uh, thank you Tom in the studio. So yes Tom. One of the reports alleges that officers like to uh, teabag suspects after they were arrested. I mean like yo, yo the TBPD. 
What I gotta do, what I can do after that, I gotta get the, they're gonna give me the chair. Fuck the needle. <laughs> Can you imagine Devon, Devon, big self? No! No! Ah! His last words, his last words were, you're not through my face! (laughs) (laughs) You can't breathe! You're not through my face! You're not through my face! Nah, you, you, y'all see, see, y'all never seen the blackout. I, I, the, my last words, my last words of life, uh, I'm gonna kill this nigga while his nuts are dangling in my face, and then that's, I'm never gonna say words again. Like, like we're used to seeing like cartoons and movies and shit when niggas and what traumatized when never talk again. That's what's gonna happen to me. I'm gonna go live in the mountains. Y'all gonna come to my house? I'm just gonna open the door and 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 lie, throw my hand out so you so you enter inside a dark, you know, this dark palace I have. You'll never hear from me again. <laughs> We're about 30 minutes in, and this has been yeah, uh, a yeah. wild podcast. <laughs> 30 minutes in, and we've just been sitting here bullshitting, man. Oh, my gosh. All right, fine. All right, all right. So let's finally Serious talk about topics. Joe Biden. <sighs> Joe Biden, uh, he went on. What, I don't remember what station he was on. I don't know if he was on ABC or what. But he went on and said, <clears throat> said, I... <laughs> Whose man's is this? Did that give you indigestion? I said, that's your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Joe Biden went on, uh, I believe he went on ABC News and said, what you all know, but most people don't know, unlike the African-American community with notable exceptions, the Latino community is incredibly diverse, a community with incredible different attitudes about different things. You go to Florida, you find a very different attitude about immigration in certain places that you do when you're in Arizona. So it's very different, a very diverse community. You know what? I don't. I if don't I'm going to assert, if I'm going to assert my very quick opinion on this, I would think that Joe Biden doesn't think that African Americans have diverse thinking because we all think he's racist. <laughs> like, he can't accept that as a whole community, we think he's racist. I mean, after all, if you're not voting like, for him, you, you ain't sorry, black. Sorry, so it's unanimous. Oh you ain't black. And that too. I don't know if I y'all, got into y'all, that. Y'all have seen that. Y'all have seen that meme <laughs> where the the black woman like runs at him and she's like, "Yo, you're terrible." And then he's like, "If you think that, you ain't black." And he puts his hand on her face and he steals her blackness away. <laughs> what? No, I haven't. <laughs> Like a long time ago. Yo, go to my page nah, and check you know, that. You know, I, was, I, I said, I said, you gotta, you gotta uh, say Joe Biden voice as like Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> he looks like fucking Emperor Palpatine. He really does. <laughs> but, hey, but just, but dead ass, like Joe Biden's gonna become president, and then he's gonna put on the Sith Lord shit. <laughs> <laughs> If you're not voting for Joe Biden, you're not black. Quite operational. 
Yo, yo, I'm fucking crying. I should do that. I should just read. Nah, uh, that Joe is Biden. fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> That is so fucking funny, you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm sorry, but that shit, that shit was way too funny. This nigga, he's yo, that that's dead ass Joe Biden. I I don't put it past him. And I and I feel like um. So this this all in all is what's his name? Trump is like uh. Wait, what happened? Said, Trump like, is all, too dumb. I think this is the the third. This is like the, the third most ignorant comment Biden has said now because the first was uh what what do you say if you're not black if you don't vote for me, um then he says uh the first Trump is the first racist to make it into the White House. Others have tried, but 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 uh yeah that was a good, that was another one that was another one. And then he says finally he says now um <clears throat> unlike unlike the uh latino community with with notable exceptions what the hell does that even mean with notable yeah, exceptions the latino community is incredibly I'll diverse. Pop you at the I mean, so black <laughs> oh man so like you know so you know this is funny man so it's like saying like black people in new york think the same way as black people down in, in chicago or black people in mississippi or black people in atlanta that can't be possible because have you heard right. fucking black people from what is it? What is it? Detroit, where they say blue? <laughs> Come on, wait, get out of here. You know what? You know what? I forgot. Wait, hold on. What? It's like Maryland or somewhere. You never heard them say blue? <laughs> Yo, can you no, stop? Can't, can you no. stop saying it though? <laughs> I gotta. I can't, believe, I can't believe you never heard these niggas talk. Yeah. You sound like you sound you sound like a giant person like bouncing like I'm telling you. See, this is why we can't. This is why we are incredibly diverse. We are incredibly we are diverse. diverse. Oh <laughs> my god! In, in, in New York, we say what's popping. Down in Chicago, down in Texas, they say what it do, baby. We don't say what it do, baby, up here. You know what I'm saying? What it do? Is that what you, is that what you're trying we to say, Shane? We got niggas in Philly calling everything a John. Yo, I see the meme right now. This shit is fucking hilarious. This nigga is the Dark Lord, for real. Oh, the, the, the shit Joe you were Biden talking one? about. I told the, you. You yeah. ain't black. Yeah, you gotta see this. Yo, yo nigga, he took her black soul. <laughs> He took his, I'm sharing this shit right now. He took the melanin right off her. All right, but but really, what what do we think about what do we think about Joe Biden saying that uh, the black community lacks diversity in thought, and what he all and and also <clears throat> the idea of separating the the black and Latino community. Well, again, you know, this this just shows furthermore how out of touch. <clears throat> and um, disassociated Joe Biden actually is with any community, uh, be it the African-American community or the Latino community. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, here again, a yet another example of how he makes an asinine comment. And I actually want to look at something. He made a tweet where he tried to correct himself here. He says, earlier today, I made comments about diversity in the African-American and Latino communities that I want to clarify. In no way did I mean to suggest the African-American community is a monolith, not by identity, not on any issues, not at all. Um, which is completely contradictory to what he just said. 
Yeah, I mean, but he is, he, he, like, he's an idiot, but then you have Trump, who is, like, a dangerous idiot. Well, you know, I'm right. going to push back on that. I'm going to push back on that. I'm going to say that um, I don't think – I think that when we start talking about a matter of danger, right, it, it, it's, it's perception. I think we were so caught up in, in, in Trump's blatant, you know, rhetoric that we failed to see that, right, danger lies with Joe Biden as well. Uh, let's not forget Joe Biden pushed the 1994 crime bill right up under our noses along with Hillary Clinton. Uh, let's not forget Joe Biden was against uh, busing and segregation, <clears throat> if you go back into his history. Let's not forget Joe Biden um, is not progressive on any current issue. He is not pro-marijuana legalization in any way. He's pushing for stricter gun laws, which we know um, only really affect inner city people of color. Um, uh the Brady ban is which uh, his is his claim to fame, which he which he, you know he tries to say the Brady ban, but the Brady ban has been a failure in keeping and uh, stopping mass shootings and keeping uh, inner city youth safe. So when I when we talk about danger, you know I just I think that they're both dangerous candidates. I think that um, Trump just has a more blatant rhetoric, but I think that Joe Biden um, it's important to remember that he is not for us as well. Ooh, okay. First of all, let me just say I love that all that stuff that you just said because <laughs> no, thank you, brother. you you were able to get that shit off perfectly. My yeah. <laughs> the way I'm looking the way I'm looking at it at is um, Trump has his goal his everything he's about is solely for himself. He cares not for anything else, and I mean that Agreed. anything. I, I don't I don't see his That's humanity. Go to my I don't point too. like his, the thing that I find the most di- uh, thing. Uh, dangerous about him is his ambition mm-hmm. and there is nothing that because if we look at it like he's committed actual treason yeah. and and is willing to In our give up America yeah and is willing to give up America on a silver platter to get ahead even get even further ahead so like it, it when someone says hey if I ever run for president I'm gonna do it like this because I know people will fall for it because they're stupid, and then he does it, and it works. You got to look at it and be like, "Yo, that's absolutely nuts!" Like uh, Shane, if I may, wait, wait, let Yosef if he may. Come on, he was no Shane. I, I was gonna say, brother, I wholeheartedly agree with you. You are 110 percent correct. Um, I think that you know Trump is a narcissist. Uh, we know that he only cares for himself, um, and I think that you know, if, even if you look at, um, I, I would even go as far as to, to argue that this is why he is going to the links he has to hide his tax returns. Um, he doesn't want people to really know what he's worth, but more importantly, I believe he has conflicts of interest while he is in office as president. Um, but uh, the other thing, make no mistake about it, it's just scary to me, right? That we're gonna people are gonna go to the polls in November and we're gonna look at Joe Biden as the better candidate. You, you, right, that's right. terrible. That's you know, terrible. And, and that's it's scary, scary to me as a thought. It's, it's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, People both are scary to me ultimately, have... but what it comes down to, like the big banner, the big shiny bright light banner to me is we have someone who is a proven traitor versus somebody who's not. And that alone should, should end all debates in terms of, well, Biden versus Trump. Sure, it can be debated right. that Biden has yet to have an opportunity to be a traitor, but that's still better than someone who who has who has shown me his true colors, who he is, and that he will betray his country. I think that 
in in uh i mean like like shane said to piggyback what shane said trump is about trump trump is about his ambition he's about his goals and achieving those goals by any means necessary even at the cost of america versus joe biden who i feel at least at the very bare minimum of being a president and and uh and uh citizen of this country to at his core loves america has american values and has american in mind when he does when he when he addresses things you know what i'm saying versus I couldn't say that. Well, I, I, think, yeah, that I think that's going a little bit too far, but I, yeah. listen, let's, let's make no mistake about it. Joe Biden is very cleverly riding Barack Obama's cartel to the White House. Okay. Of course. Uh, um, when you look at the issues and his standpoint on, on things, Biden is also, uh, again, very wavering, right? We, we, where does he stand on, on, on reparations? Where does he stand on prison reform? Where does he stand on legalization of marijuana? Where does he stand on education reform? And see, and that that is something I'd be willing to take. We if so if we have someone who's so iffy on certain things, if you have enough people in the room, we can still get what we want. With with Trump, it's it's not that. And and not only that, he inspires this fanat these fanatics that there is nothing you can say about him. There's no he can do no wrong, and you, you have the whole candidacy and and you know campaign that was run where he said I'm gonna do all these things I'm gonna make it so much better for you people, and everyone was like Yeah I'm with that and then he made it worse for them and they're still like Let's also oh, not forget uh, he literally he addressing black people Trump was like What do you have to lose <laughs> That that was yes, one of the craziest campaign be, that, was be my next, that was gonna be my next statement. Yeah, his his appeal to black people was dead ass that. He said, excuse your feelings. It it be worse. Your 56% of your youth are unemployed. Oh my gosh. If, like, if this was a television show, it'd be hilarious. But yeah, it's not in real not, life. It's not. You have this guy up here. What do you, come on, guys. Please pick me. What do you have to lose? Okay? I'm the best guy. People are telling me the blacks, they love me. Okay? I can't lose. Again. Hillary had hot sauce in her, in her purse. I carry a whole fried chicken in my pocket. <laughs> well, yo, <laughs> I mean, but this is my this is my push, and this is as a black person. I'm speaking to black people as a black man in America. What? Okay, we know Trump has done nothing to own your vote. His appeal to you was, "What do you have to lose?" But what has Joe Biden do done to earn your vote? And this is what I'm. This is my push to people. What has Joe Biden done? The, the, the blacks in the South and South Carolina and, and, and uh, uh, Georgia, Mississippi, Texas that are that are the Democrats that are hoodwinked uh, to vote for Joe Biden. What has he done to earn your vote? And the answer is really nothing. Yeah. At this point, Biden, <clears throat> Biden is just simply pandering to the black community and using the fact that he was uh, the vice president under under Barack Obama, the first black president. So, but what has he done outside of that to earn your vote? Right. Yeah, I feel like every campaign, it's just when presidents are addressing the American people, they're talking to white people, and they're going there. Their acts, there are things that they perform, there are things that they do to get white people on board because they feel like these are the taxpayers, these are the people who have money. You know, stereotyping. And overall, just having racist ideals based on their upbringing or whatever the case may be. But I feel like for black people, it's just, you know, it's just got to say the right thing. Just say, just go out there and say the right thing. You know, we'll put a team together. We'll get a feel of the, we'll get, the, we'll, get we'll put our finger on the, the, the black community's pulse. And we'll just, we'll just say what we feel like. We say what we feel like they're going to hear, what they're going to like. Like, and Hillary was the worst, the worst example of that ever. 
Absolutely. Oh and, and, and to your point now, it's, it's almost like, like no other. Yeah, candidates don't even have to have a black agenda. You know, Hillary Clinton didn't have they to don't. Didn't have a black agenda. Joe Biden doesn't have a black agenda. He doesn't even know what he wants to do for him. He doesn't even have anything in his in, in his, his contract of what he wants to do for black people. And Hillary Clinton, when I'm black president, I'm going to do things for you. Hot sauce for everyone's purse. Yep, you're, you're exactly right. And so it's I promise hot sauce in the purse of just every say, black woman. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't have. She didn't have the worst idea ever. Like just following beyond, uh, uh, following Beyonce's coattails to figure out what the black community was doing. But look, it took, some Tabasco, it took a couple of bottles of Tabasco for, for 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 black people to vote for Hillary Clinton. I mean, but then you, then you have people who are like. Then you have, have people who are like, oh, well, I'm glad uh, we have Trump because Hillary would have been a lot worse. Uh, uh, prove it. Oh, wait, you can't because he's not president. We got this asshole. So, well, nah, yeah. I don't. Well, no, it's I mean, not even and, and again, I, I've it's said just... this before. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm saying, uh, I, I was saying I've said this before, and, and here's the other thing, also coming from a black perspective. Uh, with Trump in the White House, we are reminded daily of the prejudice and the racism that exists in our country, and I think we need that Absolutely. as black people. I think I think oh, yeah. with I mean, Hillary Clinton, with Barack Obama, all these all these candidates have to do is show up to a church and start dancing and singing a few songs, put on some kente cloth, and we're good. You know, and that's what praise the Lord. Back in my heyday. When I was, you know, uber revolutionary and whatnot, um, it, like uh, Barack Obama had just become president, and I'm like, this is the time, bro. This is where we need to make our push because he's going to have to lean towards our civil unrest. If you ask me, the protests and all this other stuff, the you know, the burning down of police and all this other stuff, that should have been done then. That would have been the that would have been the time because then he would it, it would have put pressure on him that that we are not going to put on anybody else. Yeah, and on the other Obama side of that, was, I feel like you're also trying to say and make no mistake. I'm sorry, if I know, but make no mistake about it, Barack Obama was in office during some very influential uh, and some high profile cases. Remember Trayvon Martin? Uh, right. Barack Obama right. was in office for that, and uh, the killing Andrew of Mike Garner. Brown and Ferguson. Barack Obama was. Yeah, Andrew Garner. He was also in president for that. Uh, the president during uh, during all, all those incidents. Uh, I think now, though, remember the protest has been an added fuel to the protest because Trump is in office and because Trump is against the protesting rhetoric. You see what I'm saying? So I think that right here to the feel of why people have been in the streets for 70 days straight in Portland and in other cities. Um, right. Of course, it adds to the fuel, but I'm I, I want I wanted that same energy back absolutely. then. That's when we that's when we really could have. We could have changed from from stuff crazy, and and we would have had someone who was way more mentally prepared to address those issues and to and to come up with solutions. But see, this but, is what I say. Because we felt we saw Obama come in, and then we got lazy. We, we got, got lazy. We got exactly. We got, exactly. We were like, oh, okay, well, we got this. So ha ha ha, we're good. We didn't get lazy. We're, I think we just got complicit. Yeah, I don't oh, think that's, that's lazy. That's, that, that's a false a success. Black- Anytime we see a black face in office, this is what typically happens. Because remember, under Obama, it was not just Obama. It was Eric Holder. We had a black attorney general we were happy with. Uh, it was uh, Loretta Lynch. Right. We had, oh, another black female. Oh, we were happy with. And when you go and you actually look at the track record of what these people do. But I understand what, you, what you're saying, Shane. And I'm, I'm, I agree with your point. But I think what happened was, right, Barack Obama came. He was in office for eight years. And we, held, we, we demanded nothing from him. 
Right. And not to say that we didn't, that, that, that nothing was done, but just not enough. Enough, absolutely. I agree. We should have held him to some more. And and I think we also kind of, in a way, felt bad because it was like, oh, he's he's doing he's dealing with a lot already, and we don't want to, you know, hold him to the fire even more. But we should have one hundred percent just said, "Who gives a fuck? You need to do this shit, my nigga." (laughs) Right. And then, and then you have black people are mad. Well, what did Obama really do for black people? Well, what did we hold him to do? Right, right, absolutely. And, and it's us. It's us, you know. And so the thing, the same things that we're demanding now. But this is also not uh, to say he didn't, he didn't, he didn't do, he didn't, he didn't do nothing. I mean, Obamacare right. is a really big deal. I mean, this, tackling the health, the way he tackled the health industry, I think, is a huge deal. That's a huge success. Right. But that's the only thing I could really give him. <clears throat> I mean, and again, you know, we had we had a president who was extremely smart and, and knew, you know, how to handle things so well. And now we have the bar set so low that we're choosing between these two, and then the dark horse candidate, Kanye West. He had to be the dark horse. Where do we start, man? It's I don't like know. None of, none of these people have the mental fortitude to be president. Yeah, none. Absolutely. You know, you know the th- the thing for me is, so why, funny. It's like but, you can't you you can't bash you can't bash Trump and Biden and then in the next breath endorse uh, Kanye. <laughs> yeah. You know that just it just doesn't make any sense. Um, to be with you, I think we need to get rid of this idea that just having a black person in the White House is going to do it. That is the stupidest idea I've ever heard. You're opening yourself up to an intellectual and maybe a physical attack in the way that it, it, it's just I it, I can't even get out all my thoughts on it because it's just like. There's so many things wrong with the idea of I'm going to put this person in color into office and they're going to do everything I want. We've already seen that. Above all my other thoughts, we've already seen it and didn't get the things that we wanted out of it. So from here, I don't care if the president is black, white, Asian, whatever. Just do right by people. Do the right thing for people. Do the right thing for Americans. I mean, I mean, what else is there to yeah, say? Right. It's just like that. Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders had the right ideas. Had the ideas of things that I actually want personally. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right, and, mm-hmm. I, and things that would be good not only for us but for uh, our children, yeah. and children, I, children. Andrew Ng had 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 policies in place I wanted personally. I That's agree. true. I think you Andrew know, Yang would have been a great candidate. I, I do think Yang would have been a great candidate. Uh, when it comes in terms of uh, uh, Bernie Sanders, this is my criticism of Bernie Sanders. One, I feel like when the fight really gets going, he he doesn't have a backbone. He doesn't uh, stand up. It, it, it almost seems like two year, uh, two elections, he's let the Democratic Party again just railroad him out. Um, and and uh, I think I think also too this is also not on uh, not on Bernie Sanders' part, but this is also a bigger point to the, the Democratic Party is that um, when we have great candidates, right? They they seem like they always want to endorse someone over else over Bernie Sanders. But I think that's also because Bernie Sanders 
they're threatened by him, and he doesn't speak. Of course, he doesn't and speak that's and that's game that they're looking for. He doesn't talk the money talk that they're looking for because when you look at Bernie right. Sanders, he's the he 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 has the least net worth out of all uh, congressmen. And that's what's so crazy. It's like you have someone that literally is like, is the most like the average person, understands it, and has been and has for the past 50, 60 years. Yeah, but he's not, he's not, but he's not upholding the wealth status quo. Remember, make no mistake about it, the Democrats still want that wealth status quo to be maintained. Right, they Which don't want their money threatened, and he and he he's jeopardized that because he talks so much about taxes and 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 what they what they want to label as socialism, but it's not. Now he is the best choice for the American people, but where I also differ on Bernie Sanders is where he was asked about reparations, and and um, you know, I feel it's a little bit disingenuous to say that you are you are for prison reform and you want to correct the the harm of the war on drugs and you want to look out for black people and 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 make amends for for what was done, but then when asked in reparations, oh no, that's so I that's where I have to draw the line and I kind of say like, okay, Bernie Sanders is good for us, but to an extent, I mean, I understand you're not going to get everything you want out of a candidate, but you know, to me, it just comes across as disingenuous. You can't talk about making amends for the uh, for the past that, that, that that's been done to black people, but then you stop short of reparations in 2020. I mean, I, I still think that would have been a, that would have been a conversation to have. I, that would have that he would not have been. Uh, yeah, he would have been more open to it, right? Like, I, yeah, yeah, as a there, candidate, there was, yeah, there was so much room. There was so much room with Bernie Sanders well, on, to, right. to, to work. On that on that topic, and I know it's, it's, it was technically not. So on on what Yost is saying, I know it wasn't necessarily part of the docket, but um, I mean, just to ask an interesting question there, what do you guys expect to get from reparations? Yeah, um, I mean, we we can go on and on and about it, and I think this actually could tie into uh, another topic you were looking to discuss, which is generational wealth. Um, but I think that whatever the reparations plan is, uh, it has to. Include- you got on the Fez right now. What was that? You got on the Fez right now. <laughs> the task was swinging wild. You got. <laughs> he got bean pies for y'all after the after the pod. <laughs> Hit him so I'm selling, I'm selling the final call. Six for a dollar. He said, "Go, go ahead, my Morris brother." <laughs> but uh, no. Nah, okay, but... all right, King. Okay. <laughs> Hotel, brothers and sisters. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, but um, what was I saying? Um, what do you expect to get from reparations? Oh, reparations, right, right. I'm sorry. Yeah. So now, about say like reparations. I think anything, anything we talk about reparations has to include something for like generational wealth. Um, for me, um, look, education, uh, lasting uh, real estate, right? Real estate development, ownership, and that's what I want to see. Ownership, uh, black, black-owned businesses, uh, so on and so forth. I mean, and there's a lot of things that we can we can really you know talk about on that topic. I think that that, that almost is another whole episode on itself. Reparations. Um, you know, but what I will say is, and no, I don't want to see reparations in a form of a $1,200 check to every black family to pay for slavery or something ridiculous like that. I mean, that's not, that's not, no. Um, so. For me, uh, I, I personally look at nothing, you know, nothing from it. You know, I, I would want to see systemic, systemic changes first before we even talk about reparations get it so that we can put people in a position to succeed for real and not just 
oh well we we have a diversity hire or whatever like if we can really push that system then reparations will be you know further down the line for for us you know in terms of importance Absolutely. that's a great point we'll ha- already be you know healing the, the 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 thing is it's really crazy when you look at it it's really insidious on how much the campaign against black people has destroyed us like you can look at us now like we're not a third world country when you know i mean we might be on our way but you know we're but our mindset like everything about us our relation our interpersonal relationships our you know gender relationships everything about us and especially for you know american black people there's something that can be related back to our diaspora our our the division of black people you know just the the mentality to keep the boot on our neck and it, and it and it gets hard it's almost like being it's almost like having a um not a virus but i don't know if you know some plants can like take over other plants right i forgot what kind it is but like some vines so they'll get into like a tree and they'll spread their roots so deep into the tree that it starts killing the tree but you can't separate the tree from the actual plant that's you know invading it so right. we have I guess issues. That's point we both Great, but we have issues that are so ingrained deep enough. We don't know if it's just our own personal issues or if it's issues that are related to, mm-hmm. you know, how our, how we've been treated. So it gets to the point where it's like, well, oh, I want to take personal responsibility for who I am and how I'm acting, but you can't deny all this other shit that has been, you know, done, put done on to you. Yeah, and that's why that's and, and I'll say to your point, my brother, a beautiful point that you bring up, which is the internal and the external, which is why I always say, and I feel that as a black community, we have two unique struggles going on simultaneously, right? Right. We have that internal struggle of what happens to us as a people, ourselves, our community, and that's one conversation. And then we have the external, the things that have been done to us and the things that continue to happen to us to this day. Right. And that's the external. And I feel like the problem is we try to solve both at one time. And we try to have right. two conversations of such at one time. So the right. moment a brother brings up police brutality, right. oh, why are you talking about that? What about y'all? What about y'all killing yourselves in the hood? Why are you, you know? But see, stop doing that because we don't we don't solve and we don't address both problems at once. The same way, brother, you're talking about one thing, it would not be right if I brought up a whole nother topic that didn't relate. But what about welfare? What? What about it? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that has nothing to do with what this brother is speaking on at this moment. And, that, and that's you always know, the case. That's the problem. But that yeah, right. also the two front, we, we're arguing on two fronts or whatever. Fronts, but then there yeah. are also the things that we have to address immediately, like the protection of our black women and yes. stuff like that. Right. Like so, so now we're so we're we're moving in so many conversations. And then we have to, you know, protect our own peace and and, and keep our our heads above water. It, it's a it's a really difficult fight. I mean that that's, that's where it is. I mean that's where it is for me because I mean we have our own things going on with our mental health, and then and then you have you know our, our addressing social issues, and then addressing the issues we have in our own communities where you know 
they're like, oh, what about black on black crime? We live together. If there's going to be crime in your neighborhood, yeah, right. and all your neighbors are black, what the fuck are you expecting? Right, your neighborhood so is like, your neighborhood's ninety percent black. Like, who else is going to be victimized? <laughs> right, and then and then you sit there with yourself, and you're like, well, who am I blaming for this? And it, and it and it takes some real, you know, time to sit down and 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 sort through. And they don't, we don't have that kind of time. That and that's time. what's so crazy. What's so crazy is to. it's exhausting. It is exhausting. exhausting. And what's so funny is that, you know, uh, Corona came and, you know, I'm, I'm a comedian. So I have a bit about how, you know, we were all out having a good time. Corona came and made us all sit down. And then we were like, wait a second. Yo, shit is, shit is, this is madness out there. So we had time at least, you know, five seconds to think. And we turned the fuck up. We did, right. So, right, right. so imagine you know if we actually did have time to step away from trying to hustle every second to 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 be better and and just to you know had a moment to ourselves to think that we would we would be in a place that you know right now absolutely my brother yeah, yo, I think that's where mental health comes in that's brother shame take a what. I said dropping a cruise bomb for brother Shane Arthur over here. <laughs> nah, my, my man out here dropping knowledge on y'all. But, you know, that's that's a very profound point you make. You know, we're being pulled in so many different directions and we have so many different issues. And so we're, 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 we're constantly in that struggle of do I focus on this first or that first or this first or that? And what is more pressing, you know? Um, so, so yeah, definitely. But it's like, but I mean, listening to Shane, it, it to me, it just becomes... Why do why why does it become that we owe anybody these explanations at all? Why does it become that? No, it's not about. We that. have to speak for. It's it. not a, a, no, 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 I know, I know. You're not don't. saying it's not about that, but I'm saying that in terms of what Yosu was saying, also and the, the responses he had. Well, I'm, I guess I'm saying more to. I think I'm saying more to what Yosu said then. In terms of what Yosu was saying, like of the responses he had for himself and the crazy voice that he used. Um, why do we think that we owe it to anybody to describe these things? Why do we think that we owe anybody an explanation for things that we can't explain, things that have been oh, yeah, generational, yeah, things no, that have been, a, it, um, exactly things that have, have attacked us beyond our physical and, and mm-hmm. attacked our grandparents and great grandparents and so on and so forth? Yeah, absolutely. And we have to stop putting that pressure, stop putting that pressure on, on black, black people, especially that you have to speak on all of these issues. And if you speak on one, then you got to speak on all of them at one time. You know, that's the other thing, too. It's like, you know, hey, I'm addressing one issue right now. This is something I'm passionate about. For example, I give you an example. Uh, one thing I see a lot, a lot of uh, YouTube and radio pundits and, and podcast hosts and people talk about, oh, Black Lives Matter. Where's Black Lives Matter when the little boy was gunned down in Chicago? Where's Black Lives Matter? First of all, let me stop you there. Black Lives Matter is not responsible for the entire black community. Black Lives Don't Matter. Don't here stopping people that aren't even here right now. So let me tell you that. But you want right, to talk right, about right. popping bombs. No. You know, you know, let me stop you there. And there's no. <laughs> so let me stop you there no, and stop them. What I'm saying is, this is what you. <laughs> This is what you this is what you got to tell people, though, is like, let me stop here because it's like, nah, first of all, Black Lives Matter is not created to speak for the entire black black community. Black Lives Matter was not created to speak on every black issue. Black Lives Matter was created to address one microcosm issue in the black community, which is what? Police brutality. But this is exactly how they get you. They 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 take something. They take they take your little your little step forward and make you so responsible for that step 
in in every regard before you have a before you have a chance to truly map out what the rest of the staircase looks like you know what i'm saying so it's like oh your organization doesn't do this your organization doesn't do that they try to they try to take away its worth and it's like nobody said it was going to do all how who are you to step to me and tell me what the fuck right. black lives matter does where is there the where is there where is the, the resume for Black Lives Matter that says that they do all these things? Where's the description that says that that percent. that you are that you're holding me me who's not a member of this organization? You're holding me accountable for it. Exactly. Wow. Great point. What the and, fuck and are I'm, you doing, my nigga? You another I'm, citizen? You know. And and personally, you know, to take that pressure off ourselves because I know some people are better at it than others. That's why I, you know. Shout out to Yosef when he was describing all these things going on with Biden and Trump. Like I see all that stuff all the time. Do I remember it? Do I categorize it and, and all the time? I can't. can't. I really can't because like it gets it'll, it'll bother me too much. Like I, there's other things going on, but then you know, I know what I've seen, so I can be like, hey, look. I, I saw, and, but if you know, maybe I've seen something wrong. You come up to me and you say, well, I'll check this out. And I'm always open to to kind of move in that headspace, headspace yeah. but I can't hold myself to the candle of well, this is the issues and this is what's going, bro. I gotta get through today. Right. Like you know, and, and that's and that's the thing. It's like I gotta get through today, bro. I gotta get through. Yeah, and you know what? And I think everybody has a lane. Everybody has a focus. You know, for example, if if, if Shane, you're passionate about um, mental health issues, right? Who am I to come along and say, well, why aren't you addressing uh, baby daddies leaving their sons in the right. you know in the right. like every you know not every black person is not cannot address every black issue. You know, Umar, right. his focus is the school system, and people want to come in. Well, well, why aren't you at the protest about? Um, What's going on in Portland? In Portland, and it's just like you know, I can't be pulled a hundred different ways. I'm one person. I'm working to do what I can for my community and the lane that I have, you know. So, and instead of rather than tearing down another brother, if he's approaching an issue the way that you don't like it, rather fine. But we might have the same common goal. You might do it armed. I might do it unarmed. But hey, we still got the same goal, right? You know. So, and I think that we got to get past that. Yeah, and that's that spicy talk, Oakland. <laughs> and, if, and, if nothing, and if nothing to take from and if nothing to take from that i mean just take that that you are not responsible when you know people you know on fucking facebook twitter try to make you or, or in person try to make you responsible for everything that happens in the black community stop them right there like this was dead stop them right there and make right. sure that they understand you are not the authority you are not the ambassador of all black people at every given moment just like they're not the ambassador of whatever the fuck they are and um right. as, for the same as for, said, for your oh, own oh. for your own mental health. Right. As Token said from South Park, Al Sharpton is not the mayor of black people. And um, you know, my hey, dad told me he was. You know what? And to, to be to be honest, I'm just gonna throw this out there before we wrap it up. Uh I am gonna say too, sadly, there are black wait, people. Wait, you know, black... Please don't let it be something anti-Semitic or something, nah, something nah. problematic. <laughs> that's how that's nah. how he found it. He said, Yo, I'm just gonna wrap this up by saying nah, uh it's, it's people of the devil. This um is, this problematic. <laughs> It's problematic. Uh, it's problematic. It's problematic. It's problematic. Sadly, there are so many people right now that are capitalizing off the black struggle in so many different in different ways. Of course, you know what I'm saying like just you know prosperity preachers. But I tell people prosperity preachers by another name is still a prosperity preacher. You know what I'm saying whether they come in a form of Islam, uh, Christianity, or, or Judaism, whatever it may be. You know what I'm saying so. 
Al Sharpton, Al Sharpton ain't, ain't, ain't never been for us. Al Sharpton's for his pockets, and he's the opportunist, and I'm going to leave it at that. To be continued, on next week's podcast. <laughs> We can take that. We can take that as as Yosa's as Yosa's final thought on this. Uh, <laughs> I think there's many. Um, there's a lot of things we touched on, and again, thank you guys for being here. Um, I mean, I feel like I shared my final thought too. That just, I feel like you know, just for the sake of your own mental health, you don't have to fucking deal with it. You don't have to do. You don't have to deal with those conversations. People are ignorant, and they will. And some of them will just be ignorant. And you are not a teacher. It's not your job, unless you're Yosef. And <laughs> no, I, I ain't teaching that. But you know what? You know, and you're right. But to your point, you know, I used to engage in the back and forth on Facebook, and I used to be going at it with these debates right. with people. And now right. I just come to the point where not yeah, everything deserves a response. Right. Yo, sometimes you sometimes you, you scroll and you see something and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, yeah, you know what? No, what? not today, not today. Nowhere, I see this going absolutely nowhere. I do not have the energy. Not good, energy. yeah, not today. And so sometimes I think you have to just see and don't see. And and like you said, Devon, let them remain ignorant. It's not your responsibility to always have to teach. Some people don't want to be educated. And quite frankly, I feel like if you know what, if I'm not having a debate where 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 I'm learning with you and this is a two way education, like oh wow, like I left like actually learning more about a topic than I just did. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we could have an intellectual debate, and I'm like, damn, like, Shane just dropped some knowledge. Devon just dropped some knowledge. But I'm talking to people, and if it's not a, a two-way uh, intellectual exchange, I'm wasting my time. 